Are you an accredited investor looking for a new opportunity to generate passive income and build the retirement of your dreams? Then elevate your investment game with Viking Capital, where wealth meets wisdom. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting out, Viking Capital can help guide you towards financial freedom through passive real estate investing. With strong and transparent underwriting, Viking identifies low-risk opportunities with the goal of preserving investor capital and maximizing long-term growth potential. And their accessible and responsive investor relations team will help you understand how each investment will impact your unique financial goals. With $800 million in assets acquired, more than $230 million in equity raised, and more than 5,000 units under management, Viking Capital is your path to early retirement. To learn about Viking Capital's latest investment opportunity, which is available for you right now, visit go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best. That's go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best to get started today. Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, Promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Maybe a combination of the two. A lot of people find that approach to be very valuable. So the most important part, is that you just simply take action. It's that you do something. As the great Roman philosopher Seneca once said, while we wait for life, life passes. Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Welcome back, best ever listeners, to another episode of Passive Investor Tips. In this episode, we're talking about should I be an active or passive investor? That's the question for you, and this is how to decide. Disclaimers, as always, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not telling you or anyone what to do. This is simply for educational purposes only. So you might think that you already know what I'm about to say in this episode, given that I'm a passive investor today. But, you know, after all, I've spent almost equal time as an active investor and being a passive investor as I am today. So, the journey started for me in 2009. I was flipping homes. I had vacation rentals. I was actively managing the business in the portfolio. 
various strategies, house hacking, which simply means renting out a, a room or space in your home to other people. So I did that for about seven years. And then I made a decision to become a hands-off or passive investor, if you will, a limited partner in syndications where I'm relying now on other people and their team, their expertise, their ability to execute a business plan, their ability to buy and underwrite and sell larger commercial real estate. So with that in mind, let's talk about you and which strategy may be best for you. I want to dive into a couple things, starting with skill sets required for each of these strategies. I will start with being an active investor, which simply means having an active involvement in the actual business itself or the real estate that you're acquiring. And a couple skills that I would say you need to have if you want to be competitive and successful as an active investor would be the ability to understand and underwrite properties and to understand the analysis that comes with that. The ability to find deals off market that gives you your competitive edge, the ability to assemble teams and manage people, a conservative and realistic approach to project future and current expenses and potential returns for the deals that you're doing, the ability to follow through on a business plan. And finally, you must have the time to be able to dedicate to all of this. And the bottom line is that you should be compensated for your time, effort, and energy. So if you're doing an active deal where you're the person, then you should have a higher return or higher dollar for dollar amount compared to doing a passive deal. Otherwise, you got to ask yourself, what are you doing? <laughs> so you might be doing an active deal because you want to learn the foundation of real estate or you're a handyman or handy woman. But just remember that if your returns aren't any better, your expected returns than a passive deal, then you are giving your time away for free. So always keep an eye on that. You never want to take your eye off the ball of other things you could be doing to generate income in your life. So to that point, being an active investor should bring you more profits in return, which is why a lot of people start with active strategies. We could talk about single family and small multifamily and you being that person, but a more sophisticated approach or a more advanced approach to being an active investor could be being a general partner or being a JV, a joint venture and structuring things that way, where if you have limited capital to start with, which was my case and why I became an active investor first to build up the nest egg and then go passive, this is a great approach, being a GP or a JV, because you could potentially raise money from other people and other investors to do the deals, even if you yourself don't have much money to start working with. So always seek licensed counsel if you're going to be structuring these kinds of things. You're playing in the world of securities in a lot of cases. So not financial advice, but just something to think about in another approach to being an active investor if you're working with limited capital. We'll get back to the show with first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. When it comes to scaling your real estate business, is lack of capital holding you back? Raising private capital on demand can be a major challenge, but you can get the knowledge and tools you need to succeed when you attend Dana Cornell's three-hour 
Raise Capital Masterclass Live. After starting out with no capital or relationships, Dana has raised over $2 billion, that's with a B, billion dollars twice in the last 20 years, and he has made it his mission to share the best of what he's learned with business owners and real estate investors like you. You can learn more at danacornell.com forward slash best ever. Dana's Raise Capital Masterclass allows you to immediately unlock and raise capital on demand, drastically increasing your business's growth. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, go to danacornell.com forward slash best ever and enroll today. And right now, best ever listeners, you can enroll for over $500 off. Go to danacornell.com forward slash best ever. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive Investing investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. All right. So let's switch gears real quick and let's talk about being a passive investor, which just simply means not having a material participation in the business or deal itself. So you're effectively investing in someone else's deal or someone else's business as a hands-off investor. So the skill set required for this, and yes, it does require a skill set, to be competitive and to be successful would include a basic understanding of property analysis and just how real estate works fundamentally, the ability to network and find deals, and the ability to manage your finances and personal budget, the ability to identify conservative underwriting when you're vetting deals and doing your due diligence, and the ability to relinquish control and just simply let others run the deal, make the big decisions, and do what they do best. And the bottom line here as a passive investor is that the beautiful thing is that you can free up your time. So a lot of LPs, limited partners or passive investors, have other careers or professional interests that they're focused on full-time so they just want the diversification to be able to invest in real estate, but not have to be the landlord, so to speak. And this is just a way to build up supplemental income, to expand your income without sacrificing more of your time. This strategy typically requires you to have a fair bit of capital to work with. But I do want to throw a disclaimer to that because technically you could start for as little as $10. If we take the example of investing passively for passive income in a publicly traded REIT, a real estate investment trust, well, these days it's basically free to open up a brokerage account or an IRA. And some of these REITs on the public stock market trade for as little as $10 per share. So open up your brokerage account, fund it with $10, buy one share. And by technical definition, I suppose, you're a passive investor at this point. 
But I'll tell you, the reason I didn't start out by being a passive investor, even if I had had the knowledge that I have today, I still wouldn't have started out as a passive investor because you got to run the numbers and look at the reality of it. Let's say I had $25,000 to start with. That was the total amount of capital I had to deploy into something. So if I did a passive real estate deal with 25K and let's say it had an 8% annualized return and maybe a potential of a 20% upside. So if you run the math, that's $166 per month in passive income. And then years later on the back end, assuming that we do have that equity pop, that'd be about $5,000. So when you look at that, all my capital's deployed, there's nothing else I can do for a number of years. It's just really not that life-altering or life-changing to have $166 per month or even to have $5,000 be put into my bank in three, four, five years later. So now if we take the same example, the same metrics, the 8% yield, the 20% potential equity upside, but suppose I have a million dollars to go invest now. Well, the numbers change drastically. Now I'm looking at $6,666 per month in passive income and a potential of $200,000 in a back-end profit upon the sale of that particular property or investment. And that's what really gets me excited. This can be life-altering for a lot of people. This can mean time freedom. This can mean early retirement. This could be switching to part-time work. If nothing else, you just have another 6000 plus in the bank every month to do whatever you please with. So that's why it's a capital-intensive approach. So as I always say, you do you. It really depends on you, your goals, your objectives, your strategy, your skill set as to whether you're an active or a passive investor, or maybe a combination of the two. A lot of people find that approach to be very valuable. So the most important part is that you just simply take action. It's that you do something. As the great Roman philosopher Seneca once said, while we wait for life, life passes. So with that top of mind, to your success. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another short episode. These episodes are intended to be very short in nature to give you as much value as I can in as little time frame as possible. If we haven't connected on social media, Travis Watts or at Passive Investor Tips, love to be a resource for you or anyone you think could find value in these episodes. Have a best ever week and we'll see you on the next episode.